Hello, everyone. You're listening to another edition of the Wayne Nev podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sean Frackleton, and the other one is... Aaron Gales. I'm here. We're ready to crack on. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Are you? I can't, can't complain. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Good. So... Yeah, yeah. Made it through another week. Yeah, absolutely. Plodding on. Um, yeah. So, obviously, we, we've blatantly stolen this idea, haven't we? Um, we have. Yeah, I think I stole it off much of the day or something. <laughs> this week's episode, yeah. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but why yeah, do you want to explain what we're planning on doing? Yeah, well, we, we thought with um, we thought with obviously 25 years of the um, Premier League, um, we thought we'd have a look at our our favourite 11 players. So we've um, we've both gone away. We decided. Well, I think I, I think I suggested that let's stick to let's stick to a good old 442. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm a and new newfangled, you know. No, Diamond, Christmas trees, Christmas pudding, no, no, three, no, no, three at the back, yeah. Four, four, fucking two. Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed yeah, to swear? Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? I think so. Yeah. yeah. We'll soon get. Oh, well, we'll, we'll soon know if we get thrown off iTunes. Yeah. So. Well, nobody, nobody's listening anyway, are they? So. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. It's uh, our own ego, ego that's invented. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, we haven't um, consulted with each other, um, so neither of us know uh, what the other one is going to pick. So I don't know what you think, but I was thinking if we go through it position by position. So yeah. um, you can say your goalie, I'll say mine, and we'll both put a bit of a case forward okay. um, for, for why we picked, um, why who who we picked, I guess. So mm-hmm. should we start? Should we start at the back? Well, yeah, it's usually a decent makes, place. Makes, isn't it? makes sense. Yeah. So we start with the goalkeeper. Do you want to kick us off? Uh, yes, I can do. I am going to um, But you know, if anybody is listening, then they're going to assume that I'm blinkered because of my, you know, support for Manchester United. But I hasten to add, mm. this is purely down to what I deem to be the best performers in the Premier League. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. there's no, there's no blind loyalty. You know, I think there's yeah. even a Liverpool player in here somewhere, which you know, I'm going to be uh, cast for eternal damnation for, for doing <laughs> this. But uh, we will crack on. So I've gone David de Gea in goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, it might be a controversial decision. He's only been in the league for this to be his fifth season. Fifth um, season, maybe sixth season. Signed him in 2011. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah, so that's what he's like. This is what he's like. Yeah. Everyone calls himself a Man United fan. Yeah. <laughs> he's <got a> bloody clue. <laughs> that was just testing you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Time flies though, doesn't it? In your mm. old age. Um, yeah. But no, I, I will go with David De Gea. Um, he's been... I can edit that out. Anyway, you seem to forget I've got the software to sort of make <laughs> myself look good and knowledgeable mm. and you think mm. of shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, yes, you are right, mate. I, I bow to your superior knowledge. Um, I just think he has saved Manchester United so many points when he mm. hasn't been playing in particularly good teams. I think mm. he's... Obviously, United have gone through a... a a lot of transition after Ferguson leaving and getting Moyes and Van Hal, a lot of um, chopping and changing of the players, you know, experienced players like Ferdinand, Vidic, Evra, um, who were constant in front of him, really, um, you know, leaving and going on to, to pastures new. And I think he's just been an outstanding guy. For me, he's the best goalkeeper in the world right now. Um, again, you're going to have an argument for Peter Schmeichel, but I think... Don't get me wrong, he was a great goalkeeper and made some outstanding saves. And so, you know, one United uh, contributed to Manchester United winning many, many league titles and trophies. But I do think he had, a, more often than not, he had a very good defence in front of him. And I don't think you could say that for De Gea for a mm. lot of his 
run as Manchester United goalkeeper. But I think um, he would be the standout goalkeeper for me. Similarly, honourable mention, Peter Cech, but I think he had Terry Carvalho, Gallas, um, you you know, a number of top-quality defenders in front of him. Um, I think the defence probably helped him as much as he helped them. Whereas De Gea, I think he's... He, he seems to have not struggled in the sense of obviously his performances have been of, of the highest quality, but mm. he's, he's just had you know very average back fours in front of him. Um, mm. So I would certainly in the last couple of years, Mourinho seems to have rectified that. Mm. Um, but no, he would be he would be my head my my choice as uh, goalkeeper. Yeah. Well, it's not a controversial one at all. I've also gone for David De Gea in my team. Um, and we haven't, I hasten to add, we haven't no, conferred on this. No, um, I, a bit like you, I was thinking, I think when we just discussed doing this, I think my first thought, I think your you thoughts always drift to Peter Michael um, as your number one. Um, but no, I think I think you're right. I think Peter Jack, honourable mention for Peter Jack. And, and also, um, one to check in there, um, who I did consider was Shea Given. Uh, I thought about Given, thing. actually, yeah. Was vast, a vastly, vastly underrated goalie and, and was fantastic for Newcastle for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I used to watch him week in, week out to save us um, in many, many games. Um, but I just think, unfortunately for Shea, he never he never got that move to that top club. Um, no. So, yeah, I sort of agree with your point on Peter Cech. I think that Chelsea defence was incredibly strong. Um but yeah, for me, David De Gea, I think, is the best is the best goalkeeper the Premier League seen. I think he's done it over over the course of five seasons now. Mm. He had a bit of a ropey first season, but apart from that, it's been consistently excellent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's got to be David De Gea for me. Um, Spooky. Great minds think alike, they say, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So as we move things on to the right back position. Yeah. Do you want to go right back first? Well, I was just thinking maybe we should um, maybe we should both say our our decisions. Up front, um, okay. and then maybe we can justify them afterwards. So, yeah, yeah. Um, right. My right back was now. Let me just check. Actually, nothing like a good bit of preparation, eh? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I've, I've got it written down in the notes in my phone, uh, but I've gone Gary Neville. Um, I, I have to. Yeah, I think I think with right back, I, I did a bit of research earlier, and I think right back. When I, when I came to think about it, I thought, Gary Neville was a great right back, right back, back, but was he really the best right back um, in, in Premier League history? And actually, it, it's one of those positions where you're not overrun, um, overrun with candidates at all um, no. in terms of consistency. I don't know whether that's because the game's changed slightly or or what. But yeah, Gary Neville, right back. The only one who, the only one who even came close to me was Branislav Ivanovic. And, I didn't mm. think he was an out and out. I just don't think of him as a right back. He played there. No, years, but, he was. Uh, he was very much a converted centre half, wasn't he? I yeah, think. he was. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think Gary Neville. I think he consistently did it for United. He was a brilliant attacking. You know, he could, he could do. He could do both. He could go forward, and he could defend. He always linked up well with the winger in front of him. I just thought all round for, for Man United and England, he was a fantastic, um, consistent right back. Yeah, um, I mean. Very, very similar reasons. Um, I couldn't, I can't really add to that. He mm. was excellent going forward. He read the game very well. His crossing was. He had a very good footballing brain as well. I mean, mm. Alex Ferguson said had a quote that he said, "You know, if he was an inch taller, he'd be the best centre half in Britain." Um, yeah. 
He was a great defender. He, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't the quickest, but he never got... Uh, you think he wasn't the best player, was he? I think he made the best, no. of, his, best of his abilities, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't mm. blessed with sort of, I don't know, different positions, but he wasn't mm. blessed with talent, natural talent like a Wayne Rooney mm. or a Ronaldo mm. or, or a Rio Ferdinand, shall we say, for mm. a defender. Mm. Uh, mm. But no, I, I can't add to that argument at all. I think he was... Um, he was the outstanding right back of the Premier League. Um, yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he was. He was very, very good. Very good. Left back. Le- left back, uh, actually, Cole. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, I think agreed. played in some uh, outstanding sides, and I, I never. It took me a while to warm to Ashley Cole. I must admit, I thought he was a bit. Mm. I didn't really get the the clamour for him. The mm. first when he first not for his first break onto the scene even you know, a bit longer than that the first couple of years you know from 2001 to 2003 yeah. four I, he was always a bit um, suspect to me um, but you you can't argue with what he did he played in some fantastic sides he was mm. he was quick he was aggressive yeah. um, never shut tackle um, yeah. he, you know end product brain mm. which he probably isn't. Um, uh, accused of often enough, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought he was he was he was a great left back. I thought he contributed greatly to some, like I say, some, some fantastic sides. The Arsenal invincibles. Um, you, you look at it. That you know, all their danger pretty much came down their left hand side, and it was Hom- mm. you know, Omri, um, Reyes, Perez. Ashley Cole, and he was just bombing down that left-hand side. And you could argue he became a better player when he went to Chelsea, when he started playing with John Terry and and Carvalho and and under Mourinho and having that whole set-up. And, you know, he he played a different role at Chelsea in the sense that, obviously, they didn't play the same style of football as Arsenal, so he had to be a lot more solid. He had to be a lot more more dependable. I think he was a more traditional left-back when he went to Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think he, he he had a lot of he had so much quality. Um, just a shame he's a bit of a knob, really. But um, yeah. Yeah. you know, no well, perfect, are they? Yeah, I agree. He was my choice for left back as well. Um, so centre halves. Uh, I don't know how you want to do it. Do you want to, do you want to name your pairing? Or? Yeah. So my my pairing was Rio Ferdinand and John Terry. Interesting. Interesting. I went for Nemanja Vidić. Okay. And, John, and John Terry. Um, okay. I guess we've, we've, we've consistently gone for John Terry. Uh, mm. I guess to justify that, I think you know he has his critics, but I think even even last season, I still think he's playing to an incredibly high level. Um, you know, he didn't play a lot of games on the Conte, but he never let Chelsea down. No. Um, and I just think he's been. Well, I think he's been the best English. I, I think he's been the best English centre half. Um, I think if it wasn't for off-field issues, um, I think he'd have played for England for many, many more years um, mm. to come. I think there was even a clamour for him to go to Euro 2016, wasn't there? Um, yeah. You know, and I think, I think, I think he, I think he would have done. I think it was off-field stuff um, that cost that cost him and cost England really. Um, but I think, I think, you know, I think he had everything. I think he got it. You know, he was always very brave. But I think he was very good on the ball. Uh, yeah, great, I don't great, think he gets yeah. enough credit for that. Yeah, I think he read the game spectacularly well, but he wasn't the quickest. Um, but yeah, no, I think he, I think he was an, an excellent centre half. And you got anything, anything to add? Uh, no, no I, no, I can't really add to that. I think um, yeah. he was 
I wouldn't say criminally underrated, but certainly people overlooked his ability to play yeah. out from the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, had a very, he had a very good left foot. Um, he, was, he was quite cultured, I thought. Um, he wasn't your, your sort of, you know, kick him and, you know, kick him off yeah. the pitch and stuff. I mean, he could mix it up, but yeah. he was, um, he could play football, John Terry. Um, yeah. And, I, I think he was uh, he was very much overlooked in that role, and I think he brought a lot to that Chelsea side. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. but for poor off-field decisions, and again, nobody's perfect. Um, but you can't overlook the fact he's a bit of a dick. Mm. But uh, yeah, he, he he walks into my best side. Yeah, and then I was torn between Vidic and Ferdinand. Um, you've obviously gone Ferdinand, I've gone Vidic. I just mm. think, I just think in terms of. Uh, Ferdinand was a, a more stylish uh, centre-half. Mm. Um, but I think Vidic, for me, I think was just a better defender. You know, I think you could rely on him um, week in, week out. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought he was an outstanding centre-half. I, a defender in the true sense of the word, maybe not as good on the ball as Ferdinand was, but yeah, I just thought he was an excellent, excellent defender. Yeah, I mean, I, I was torn between... Um, Vidic and Terry, to be honest, but again, I didn't want to be mm. seen as you know pro pro man, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I do. Th- I would pro- I would give the edge to Terry, but I mean, I put yeah. Ferdinand in there as much to compliment Terry as as anything. Um, I thought, and again, going back to um, Vidic for a second, I think that's why he and Ferdinand work so well. Vidic mm. would get his, get stuck in and put his head where it hurt. Not to say Ferdinand wouldn't. But it's it was sort of the yin and the yang, you know. It was yeah, um, yeah. they just complemented each other very well, and it was it was it was just the complete opposite styles of defenders. But obviously, yeah. I think you need those in a successful partnership. I think Ferdinand again can play out from the back, um, read the game so well, so quick across the ground, um, vocal, organisation, um, and you know. He, he came up with a couple of, of decent goals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think he he complements players like Vidic and Terry incredibly well um, in his own right. But I think he was just he was just an outstanding centre half, and I, I really do think he was just he was worth every penny that United paid for him. And he goes down as as a club legend. He won absolutely everything. Obviously had his injury problems, but I think Ferguson managed him incredibly well. And I think that goes back to. Um, points that a lot of United players have made that Ferguson would say, right, I'm not playing you this weekend against mm. Aston Villa, for instance. I need you mm. next week for Chelsea. So he managed him incredibly well, mm. and he, yeah, he was just he was just a fantastic centre half. Really, really lovely, I've heard in him. But yeah, I just think the axis of him and Terry, I yeah. think, and obviously we, you know, they did have that with England, and it didn't work out particularly well, but. Mm. Um, I just think they they were just two exceptional centre-halves. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Let's, uh, let's move on to the midfield. I think um, there could be some crossover here as well. So I've gone mm-hmm. to, to the right side of the midfield. I've gone to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, big um, I mean, for all the obvious reasons, really. I mean, he, he doesn't really play that ball now, but you know, no. he, he, he was very much down that side. Um, and for me, I think... I mean, it's tough between him and Henri. Um, mm. For me, probably he's probably the best player um, to play in the Premier League. Um, yeah. You know, he had everything. He had goals, assists, pace, power. 
Um, and we, in the particular last two or three seasons, he was just completely unplayable and, mm. and the best player in the world at the time. So yeah. a really a really obvious selection for me. Yeah, uh, I, I go along with that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. Obviously, it took him a couple of years to find his feet and was managed very, very carefully with, with Alex Ferguson. And it's a, bit, it's a bit of a surprise that... the I mean, I saw a documentary, not a documentary, but a sort of a programme with Roy Keane the other night. And he said... Because you would imagine Roy Keane being very frustrated with him coming over mm. and the step-overs and the diving and all that sort of stuff. And he said, you just put up with it because you knew there was talent there and he worked so hard. And obviously, you look back now and you think, you must have worked bloody hard because it's like... If you were to go back to 2003 and say, well, this skinny kid will be, you know, and you'll put a side by side, you know, next to each other as to what he looked like then and what he looks like now and what he's gone on to achieve, you'd have just probably, you'd have just pissed yourself laughing. Um, But yeah, for, from 2006 to 2009, he was just absolutely unplayable. Free kicks, headers, pace, um, power, right foot, left foot, head. Um, he was just you, you, you know you couldn't you could catch him and when you did catch him you couldn't knock him off the ball because he was yeah, so yeah. strong. Um, yeah. He really did have it all and I think I, for me he had the the most outstanding season of any player when United won the um, yeah. league and European Cup double with those those, those 40, 40 odd goals. Yeah, um, yeah I, I put that up alongside well uh, above any any other individual season in the league but yeah he just had everything and he's, it's just a testament to him that he's still doing what he's doing now um, obviously getting banned for four or five games helps his fitness and stuff and helps the ageing process for pushing referees but um, yeah he was you know I'd have him back in a heartbeat and I, you know, he still walks into pretty much every every club side in the world yeah um, yeah so we're agreed on there I think moving over to the left side of midfield um, I think uh, again it was an obvious one for me. I think he's done the same. But I've gone for Ryan Giggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I mean, should we just move on to central midfield? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think. Mean, yeah, I mean, he's just sorry, just longevity, uh, end yeah. product, pace, trophies, goals. trophies, goals, assists. He tracked back. He worked hard, and the fact that he sort of. He could play in a variety of positions. Obviously, we yeah. stuck him out on the left, but he could play behind the the, the centre forward at times. He could link link the play up in that way. He could play centre midfield. His range of passing as he got older is you know outstanding. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just yeah, he was just the the and he was the reason I started supporting Manchester United as well. He was just. He was the messy back in the early nineties. Really, wasn't well, he? Yeah. He was just the silky winger. Goals, you know, the commercial deals, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, gigs for me, no brainer. Yeah, and then centre midfield. Now this is where I wonder if, if there may be some differences. I have uh, gone. For, if you if you've gone for David Batty and somebody, or you know, Robley. No, Robley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of another one. Then, no, no. I've gone for in the centre midfield. I've gone for Patrick Vieira. I've gone for Vieira. And I, I've. Partnered him alongside Frank Lampard. Yeah. See, I I went Gerard. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought I thought you might go schools. I was going to. I, this is mm. this is the this is the this is a really really difficult decision. Um, yeah. Gerard, I think well, he could do everything. Um, 
And as much as it pains me to say it, I would have had him in a United shirt in a heartbeat. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, just to, uh, I had, you know, come from a family full of Evertonians, and mm. you just raised that, you know, Liverpool, we hate them. Yeah. And, but Steven Gerrard, you cannot sort of look past his ability. Yeah. Again, again, nobody's perfect. He's made a couple of dodgy decisions and you know I, I was as happy as anyone when he slipped and cost Liverpool the title but yeah. goals power aggression tackling yeah. range of passing um, I was going to go to goals but mm. I just think that midfield of uh, a midfield of Gerrard and Vieira would mm. I just think it'd be virtually impossible to get past yeah I think it's interesting with those chosen the air. I think he is the outstanding midfielder, Premier League mm. midfielder. Um, I think with Gerard and Lampard, I think we. And it was a toss-up, yeah. It's it interesting. It, it always, it always was. It always was. Everyone always said it was a toss-up between them. Um, you've gone one way, I've gone the other. I think the only reason I went with Lampard is I think, um, you know, he won. He won. Uh, he won everything you could in the club game. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I think he was, I think he was often more effective for England than Gerard. Um, not that, not that that particularly weighs into the Premier League. No, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. Um, I wouldn't disagree. I think, um, I think that was, that was for me what swung it. Um, I think for Vieira, I looked at Vieira's record, and I think during his, I think he was at Arsenal for nine years, and in mm-hmm. that time they won three Premier League titles, um, three FA Cups. And I think he got to the Champions League final as well. And I think after he left, that was the start mm. of that nine-year trophy drought. And I yeah. Think no, no coincidence there. No, that, I don't think they've replaced him. Um, no, well, I, I mean, he was irreplaceable. I think he was irreplaceable. Yeah. I think trying to replace Vieira is like trying to replace Roy Keane at Man United. I don't think you'd ever do it. But um, they didn't They didn't cook well with losing him at all. No, no um, I would agree. And I think, he, yeah, I think he was an outstanding play. Um and it was always for me. It was always going to be a case of who you picked alongside him. Mm. Um, so that's the midfield sorted out. So we've got two strikers each. Um, yeah. do, you, do you want to do you want to go? Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know who one of yours is going to be straight away. Um, mm. and I've probably gone for the same. I've gone for the same one, I imagine. But I've gone Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone exactly the same. Yeah. Um, um, I'll I'll let you eulogise about Big Al if you want. Well, I just don't think, you know, I think he's a record Premier League goal scorer. Um, you know, I mean, he played his whole career in the league, but I think, you know, he, he dragged that Blackburn team to a Premier League title and then and then did all he could. Never quite managed um, to win something at Newcastle, but mm. always managed to score goals no matter how poor the players were around him. Um, and I think, yeah, I think if you're picking a team over the last 25 years, I don't think you can... You can argue with 260 Premier League goals, he's still no. he's still way out ahead. Um, I certainly don't think anyone is threatening at the moment. I think Harry Kane and Ronald Lukaku, this day in the division, um, could get there or thereabouts. But he's so far ahead mm. um, in the Premier League goal scoring charts. I think he's. I think Wayne Rooney might be the nearest challenger, and I think Rooney hasn't even hit 200 Premier League goals yet. So. He's still, uh, you know, Rooney's certainly not going to break it. Um, I don't see that record falling within the next six, seven, eight, nine years. Um, and even then, even then, only if Kane and Lukaku stay in English football. Yeah. Um, and then, and then for me, Henri. I mean, Henri could. Henri was the one who possibly could have broken 
um, Shearer's record. Mm. But, yeah, you know, he left. He, you know, he left to go to Barcelona, which you can completely understand. Yeah. Um, mm. But I mean, Henri was just a sensational, sensational footballer. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, as, as I think as I alluded to earlier, I think if you, if you had to pick a best Premier League player. Um, It'd be between him and Ronaldo, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think those two were just the standout, standout Premier League strikers. I think honourable mention, but I really struggled. I mean, we had to give ourselves a formation. I really struggled and, and looked for ways to try and get Gianfranco Zola and Dennis Bergkamp yeah. um, into a team and in, in a different formation. I think you could do it. But in, you know, in that standard 4 4 2 formation, I just don't think there was um, room. Um, for those two because they weren't out and out goal scorers which is nah. when you pick in two centre forwards is what you want but um, go on well it helps doesn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean go on you're, you're, you obviously went for the same ones um, yeah I think I think um, you can't argue with Alan Shearer's goal scoring mm. record as you were just no. did to uh, and you made a good point you know he, he scored goals consistently in I don't want to say poor sides but sides who weren't always competing for the you know, to 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 win the league and finish in the top four, and you know, even finish in the top six. There were some, I wouldn't say dark days, but certainly some days where Newcastle were finishing mid-table. You know, you know, probably tenth to fifteenth, somewhere like that. But he, he still scored goals with. Yeah. You know, the, the the team changed a lot. You had you had a fair share of managers. Different managers mm. came in. He was mm. the one constant. Um, yeah. He was certainly in his Blackburn days. He he was. You know, he, he he wasn't blessed with electrifying pace, but he was quick enough. Um, yeah, I think injuries took their toll on him over the years. Yeah. Some really serious injuries. Yeah, um, which was a shame. Did he do his cruise shit and something? Yeah, he did his cruise shit and his knee. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think that did. Like you say, I think like you say, he wasn't blessed with pace, but he certainly had an extra half a yard in his mm. days at Blackburn, um, which he lost at Newcastle. Um, over the years, but he could score all types of goals. That's what I like. And Henri, yeah. Henri's the same. You know, Sheeran, they could both score the the tap ins or the you know the scruffy ones. Mm-hmm. They could volley one in from thirty five yards. Or yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and go on. What were your thoughts on on Thierry? Uh, it can sound like a broken record, but you know, he had everything, didn't he? He was mm. he was the he was the focal point of that art of that fantastic Arsenal side that Arsene Wenger. Help create, um, you know, the Invincibles. He just, he was just unplayable at times, similar to Ronaldo. Um, mm. And just, uh, I can just imagine that the chances he would lay on for Shearer himself, because um, yeah. there was a big debate as well about, you know, it went on when on was on fire. It was, you know, it was him and Van Nistelrooy. And you just think, imagine those two on the same side. Um, but yeah, Shearer, I just think they'd be absolutely deadly. But Omri had absolutely, you know, pace, power. Again, scored tap-ins, but scored penalties. Brilliant, brilliantly two-footed as well, Omri. Yeah, yeah. Um, you couldn't say the same for Shearer, but he had two fantastic feet. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You wouldn't know where he'd be going. It'd be, yeah. you, you didn't know if he'd cut in or go down the line. Either one was absolutely, you know, he could do one, he could do either just as easily as the other. Yeah. But I think he was, you know, in the finishing as well. Just you always knew he was going to curl it round in terms yeah. of finishing, but you just couldn't stop it. It was just, you know, he was just so accurate and pinpoint, and he was just, yeah, he was electrifying. Absolutely. I think that's, just, I think that's a sign of those world class players. I think you see it with the, with the likes of Ronaldo and Messi now. 
is that defenders know what they you know defenders know what they're going to do. Yeah, but, you, but they still can't stop them. No, um, exactly. Or you you know you know, you're probably likely not going to see <laughs> um, a, a one-footed player as you know as Lionel Messi. But you, like you say, you just cannot stop him. He's just no. absolutely um, different class. But Henri was. Um, yeah, he, he walks into my team. Um, I didn't really think about Zola, to be honest. I've never really got the fascination with Zola. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe that's a bit of controversy there. Um, no, but, I can understand why he wasn't. I, a, he wasn't a great goal scorer. No, but um, I mean, I, 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 if I was given honourable mentions, I'd, I'd go Aguero, Van Nistelrooy. Um, yeah, Van Nistelrooy was a name that hadn't even crossed my mind until you said it then. But yeah. But again, I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really put put someone in who'd only been in the league for for three yeah. seasons, four seasons, but he, um, he he was absolutely incredible. I think he was there four or five years, actually, again, showing my expert Manchester United knowledge. Um, but his goal-scoring record was outstanding. But, um, yeah, I think Shearer and Omri would be, be pretty formidable. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I think that's it then, pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want to do sub or not? I mean, no, you're waiting for your dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, I haven't even considered it, really. I think we've talked about um, some of the honourable mentions there, haven't we? Yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. I think it's incredible when you think back how many good players there were, really. Um, yeah, we haven't, we haven't uh, been treated to so much dross over the years, have we, really? In fairness, yeah. it's been a pretty entertaining league. Yeah, I think some I of the ex- players that have been brought out have been incredible, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I must admit, I was expecting to, you to go for Steve Howey or uh, you know, someone yeah. like that as centre half, but yeah, yeah, didn't quite right. didn't quite make the cut. No, <laughs> no, 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 didn't quite make it. All right, then let's leave it there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good to talk again, mate. As mm. always. Um, mm. So what we're planning on doing uh, next time, hopefully early next week, Monday, Tuesday, possibly. Um, is we will watch the new Netflix documentary on the Russian doping scandal um, and give a review of that um, just yeah. for something different. Obviously, yeah. athletics is quite prominent at the moment with the World Championships just being held in London at the Olympic Stadium. Um, you know, obviously a lot of fallout with uh, Justin Gatlin and Mo Farah getting quite defensive with yeah. the press. Um, so, yeah, we'll uh, look to watch that over the weekend and then come back with an up, another episode early next week. Um, yeah. if, if you want to come back for more, obviously. Hopefully we haven't bored you too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, hope you hope you enjoy the... Um, hope everyone enjoyed it. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cheers, All right. everyone. Thanks for listening. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Bye.